0: S.E.P. Fanfic Readings Presents Accidental Proposal by C.J. Red Chapter 34 Island Life Hermione gave Draco an odd look as they stood in their robes with a portkey between them when they woke up the next day. "'We don't need to be dressed,' she questioned again nervously. He smirked. "'Nope.' "'We don't need our trunks,' his smirk grew. "'Already taken care of, love.' Hermione sighed. "'And you're not telling me where I am going, "'and we are arriving naked in nothing but matching silk robes.' Draco chuckled, his eyes twinkling at her. "'Total exercise of trust, isn't it?' Hermione groaned and took a hold of the portkey, her other hand gripping her wand tightly. "'If this is some kind of prank, Draco Malfoy, "'you will not enjoy your honeymoon.' Draco shook his head, still chuckling. "'Oh, baby.' I think we are going to be enjoying our honeymoon very much. The portkey swept them away, and Hermione gasped as her feet landed in hot sand, and she blinked at the bright sun. It was hot, even in her silk robe, and she could smell the ocean. Turning around, she gasped as she saw a large house that seemed to have been built around a large tree. It had an open floor plan that was obvious from where she stood on the sand. Every room seemed to face the sea— "'and she could see curtains flowing in the breeze. "'The house would have blended in if not for the fact "'the entire side facing the sea was totally open. "'What?' "'Draco laughed and wrapped his arm around her, "'pulling her into him, his robe not hiding his raging heart on. "'Welcome to Malfoy Island, or Isle Malfoy. "'Muggles can't see it, so no need to worry, we will be bothered, "'and the wards are rather special on the house.' While it looks like there is no wall, there really is. However, it doesn't stop a gentle breeze and the sounds of the ocean. He nipped at her neck. Just bugs and any other creepy-crawly things from eating at you before I can. Hermione laughed, shaking her head and grabbing his hand. That's good to know. But I want to see inside. How long has your family had this place? It looks like the house is built out of the tree. Draco laughed as she pulled him up the trail to the house. It was built out of the tree, love. A rather brilliant bit of transfiguration, actually. The house is the tree. Hermione paused once they got closer, and looked around wide-eyed. This is incredible magic. Who built this place? Draco shrugged. It's been in the family for about two centuries, and from what I understand, one of my relatives bribed a master in transfiguration and charms to make the house. Every new Lady Malfoy adds her own stamp on the interior. Although Mother never really liked the island, so I think my grandmother was the last one to do anything to it. Hermione shook her head in confusion. How could you not like an island? Where are we geographically? Draco laughed. Close to Greece. We can apparate to the magical town in Athens and explore Greece if I ever let you put on any clothes. Hermione gave him a slow smile. "'We will be on our honeymoon for almost three months.' Draco raised an eyebrow at her. "'And your point is?' Hermione giggled and gestured towards the house. "'Do you know it's a muggle tradition to carry your bride over the threshold?' Draco snorted but swept her into his arms. Far be it from me to go against tradition.' Hermione snickered and kissed his neck. "'How do we eat? Did someone leave food?' Draco looked at her as if she was mental. Love. House elves live on the island. Hermione was surprised. If your mother didn't like the island, they must have been terribly lonely. Draco shrugged. I came over with Theo most summers until our fifth year. Theo's father came over once a week to check we were alive. Father also used the island to sweeten business deals. The elves see people pretty often, love. Don't fret. Hermione let him put her down on the hardwood floor and looked around the open living area with its soft-looking overstuffed chairs and old-fashioned fainting couches. There was even a hammock hanging in the corner by the open portion of the room. The colors were tropical, lots of teal and green. "'They left you alone as children on an island?' Hermione asked doubtfully. Draco raised an eyebrow. "'No, they left us in the care of house-elves who made sure we were very well cared for.' He smiled. Blossom. Hermione jumped when there was a small pop and a rather chubby house elf in a billowy clean tunic smiled up at Draco happily. Oh, young Master Draco is here. We are so happy. Hermione watched in shock as Draco bent down and hugged the chubby elf. I brought my bride, Blossom. Blossom looked like she might burst with happiness as she turned around. Yours is my Master Draco's soulmate. We has heard. Oh, welcome. Welcome. Hermione found that when she bent down to greet the elf, she was also hugged. "'Now, Blossom, will make sure there is always food in the room, but not always gets in the way. It is very important for you two to get to know each other. If you want to eat somewhere special, you just be telling Blossom.' Hermione flushed as the elf winked at her and then was gone. "'Um, are the other elves as enthusiastic as her?' Draco laughed. "'They're a family group, actually. It might be more than the three we have seen besides Blossom.' but I am not sure. They belong to the island more than the family. Father hates the island, too, because Blossom never took orders from him. Theodore and I figured out that they pretty much make the rules here, and woe unto you if you don't follow them. Blossom even used magic against my father once, when he tried to harm her. Draco shook his head. There could be free elves, for all I know. Hermione was wide-eyed as she listened to the tale. I hope Blossom will speak with me, Draco groaned, seeming to realize he had set her off on a quest for information, and stepped forward to kiss her, cutting her off. Next visit, you can try to figure out the mystery of the island house-elves. This visit, I want you totally focused only on one thing. Hermione grinned as she kissed him back. Really? What is that? Draco pulled her up against him and dropped his robe and hers, picking her up and wrapping her legs around his waist, walking them toward the hammock. I plan on having you on every piece of furniture in this house, every room, and I have dreamed of shagging you in this hammock since I made that contract with your brother, the day after I accidentally proposed. Hermione flushed and then gasped as he bit at her pulse. You wanted to shag me in this hammock? That day? Draco moaned as her hands moved down his sides, and then clasped the evidence of his desire softly, rubbing her finger over the weeping tip. Yes. I bloody well did. Hermione laughed as he settled into the hammock, and then almost fell out, but he was laid down, pulling her on top of him, his eyes narrowing at her. Just for laughing at me, I am going to really drag out your orgasms, Mrs. Malfoy. Hermione scoffed, straddling him and slowly lowering her dripping core over him, loving watching her eyes rolling back into his head as she sank fully onto him. It always took a bit of effort— "'He was no small man. "'I am not afraid of a threat like that, Mr. Malfoy. "'I could tease you just as much as you can tease me. "'And Pansy gave me a very interesting book at my bridal shower.' "'Draco moaned and gripped onto her hips. "'Tell me more,' he whispered gruffly. "'Hermione started to move and then realized "'that the hammock was going to help her by swinging with them. "'She leaned down, allowing Draco to suck on her nipples.' and in just a few moments she was panting through her first orgasm, as Draco left bruises on her hips, trying to hold out on his own. "'I can't tell you,' she whispered, finally, biting down on his earlobe. "'I have to show you.' Draco groaned, and she felt him pulsing inside of her, obviously losing his battle to last after hearing that. "'Oh, I can't wait to be your first test subject for sexual deviance.' It took Hermione a week to work up to some of the more risque things in the book. When she did, the very next day Draco demanded to see the book, and after considering him, she handed it over before she went for her customary morning swim. When she came back, it was to find Draco naked and hard, waiting for her, his face alight with lust. How much of that book are you willing to try, Mrs. Malfoy? Hermione flushed. Well, not the humiliation stuff, or bodily fluids— And not the hitting and such. I also don't see myself wanting to do the dominant, submissive life. I mean, I might like you to be aggressive in bed, but I don't get off on pain. Draco waved his hand, his eyes lighting up with anger. I would never hit you. Hermione bit her lips slightly disappointed. I kind of wanted to try the spanking, though. Draco laughed and pulled her over to him, kissing her deeply. That's not hitting to me. That's foreplay but I would never hit you hard enough to bruise you or do anything you felt uncomfortable with. And I skipped the bodily fluids chapter entirely. Hermione nodded and gave a small smile, realizing they pretty much had the same ideas. Okay. Draco groaned. And what about the section on anal play? Hermione swallowed. I wouldn't be against it. With you, I mean. I trust you. And it outlines how to build up to that so you don't get hurt. I didn't know if you would want to try that or not. He grunted. After what you did with your finger while giving me a blowjob last night, you think I would be against that. You almost gave me a heart attack rubbing me the way you did. I want you to figure out how to expend on that. Hermione flushed bright red, but nodded, burying her head in his chest. I want you to, you know, bugger me some day. I want to try it. Draco groaned and rolled her onto the bed, kissing her hard. You are one sexy witch. Your quest for knowledge is going to kill me, I think. Tell me what else you want me to do to you. Hermione bit her lip, but looked at him with hooded eyes. Besides the spanking, Draco nodded, and Hermione let out a quiet sigh. I want to try the different positions, like the one where I stand up and you shag me while I am bent over holding my ankles. Draco groaned and started taking off her wet bathing suit top. And? Hermione was breathing hard as she skimmed out of her bottoms. I want you to tie me up. Blindfold me. And that chapter about us giving all sex at the same time has had me having wet dreams since I read it. She was cut off by his mouth as he settled over her and yanked her arms up using a sticking charm. Stop talking or I am going to come all over your thigh when I want to come inside of you. Hermione giggled and then moaned as he kissed her way down her stomach. Every sensation was heightened somehow by the fact that she couldn't move her arms, couldn't touch him. When he reached his destination, she bucked wildly. Draco! I think it's my turn to show off what I can learn from a book for once, dear life. I found the chapter on how to best orally satisfy a woman utterly fascinating. So many new ideas... Hermione felt her eyes roll back in her head as he started using a different technique on her, one she had read about in the book. Oh, Merlin, it was fantastic. Draco! She screamed when he twisted his fingers around inside of her and pushed on her sweet spot. Keep screaming, love. Only I can hear you, and it turns me on. Hermione laughed at that and wiggled. Please, Draco, I need you. He groaned and pulled out his fingers, which were sopping wet. He traced them over her breasts, and then shifted her so that her legs were on his shoulders, and slammed into her watching her face to make sure the new position didn't hurt her. When she simply moaned and tightened her legs around his neck, he grinned. Like this position, then. It was a new one for him, and he had to say the book was right. This angle was fantastic. She panted, and then nodded, and then unstuck her hands, turning him on with her nonverbal one wandless magic— "'and grabbing onto his arms for support. "'So deep, Draco.' "'He leaned over her and licked her juices off her breast "'where he had painted them earlier. "'I know, love. Tell me if this is too much.' "'Hermione nodded and threw her head back, "'groaning as he set a slow, even pace. "'It wasn't long before they were both climaxing at the same time, "'utterly spent, smiling and rubbing each other's itching runes. "'A week of nonstop sex later,' all in new positions in a very interesting afternoon where they were spooned together, exploring one another in what the book had called 69. They had not managed to make it much further than the bathroom and the bed. Draco was grateful that Blossom or one of the other house elves kept fresh, cold water and lots of protein and fruit in their room at all times. Hermione did make it out to the sea a few times a day. She could tan and had a rather nice one. Draco preferred to stay in and study the book when she went out. He sighed and rolled over, pulling her onto his chest, where she ran small circles around his chest. You know, eventually I want to see Greece. Draco chuckled and ran his hands through her wild hair. He loved it on the island. She never bothered trying to tame it between the frequent trips to the sea and all the shagging. I think I might have to find a way to thank Pansy for that book, Draco said with a smirk. They lay together panting, holding one another as their hearts slowed down after another amazing shag. Hermione grinned. I planned on giving one to Theo from you for his bachelor party. Draco laughed and pulled her closer to him. Very good, Mrs. Malfoy. Very good indeed. She smirked, cuddling into him, exhausted from the day of shagging. Well, he will love the book, I am sure. But he will also have to worry if you had the book before you went on honeymoon with his sister. Draco sat up a bit, bursting out laughing, hugging her to him. Merlin, they have turned you into a Slytherin. Hermione playfully hit him for that and closed her eyes with a smile. They fell asleep shortly after that.